Welcome to the Geek Sweat Podcast. We, we hassle, hassle films, films to, to save you, you waffle. waffle. It's another podcast adventure with a filmmaking twist for you. I am Trevor Jones and we will be bringing you hot topics from the film industry, inspiration interviews with IMDb listed filmmakers, review sweat on online series as they stream, trailer talk on upcoming feature films and cult TV perspectives on classic shows worth revisiting. Sharing the Geek Sweat frame with me again are The White Falcon, Akosh. Hi guys. King Dom. Hello. MKH. Good day. Neo Geo. And it's Stephen Code. Hi. Uh, between your ears and our voices, we take this opportunity to make the most of our podcast technology. Today we are recording on Shure Mics and we are being sound mixed in Pro Tool software, projecting with the Optoma Full HD projector and computerized with the courtesy and help of Utopia Computers. We are now recording live and direct from Ithaca House. And welcome back for another episode of Geek Sweat. Today we are going to be doing Review Sweat with Cody. Hi. We are also welcoming back the hosts, King Dom. Hello. White Falcon. Hi, guys. Neo Geo. Hello. And I'm your co-host, TJ. We are going to quickly explore what is behind the Terror, a new AMC series that has been released it, in 2018. It was, it, was, it, it was last year. It was broadcast earlier this year. That's what I said in 2018. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, in, we're actually time travellers <laughs> from the year 2014, which is why we get confused sometimes. Cool, cool, cool. So um, thanks for fact-checking me again, Cody. But um, what we're going to mm-hmm. do is uh, take a quick look at the trailer and then Cody's going to break down why it is or isn't worth watching. So let's see if we can hear it now. Let's go. 
So that was the terror and AMC Studios production out since March 2018. And we now welcome back Cody. Hi. To tell us more about this new series starring Kieran Hines. Yes, um, this is probably the best TV program I've seen this year. And maybe the best TV program I've seen since Fargo series two. Um, I thought it was fantastic. It's um, the story. So I don't know how many people know about the Northwest Passage or the search for the Northwest Passage, but the Northwest Passage is um, during um, I think about three hundred, four hundred years they were searching for it from about the fourteen hundreds onwards. Um, the Northwest Passage was a way to get to China and India above. Um, the North America, rather than going down below South America, they uh, never found it because it doesn't exist. It does exist, does it? Yeah, they did find it. In fact, the um, the rescue party that went to find the terror um, found the Northwest Passage while they were there. Wow, the ironic. The problem is that the Northwest Passage has only been used since it's been found about six times because it's just really useless. So all this manpower, all this time. All, all this money put into into finding a route f- over Canada um, was that, between the Arctic. So that the was the main gain of finding it. Yeah, it was kind it. of like Britain wanted to, a quicker route to the um, to the Indies and to China. And would so, this would this have been a route which would have less delays in terms of freezing yeah, over? Well, if you think about it, so we're going from Britain. It's much quicker to go over Canada mm. than it is to go down under oh. South America, mm. especially as South America was ruled by the Spanish. Mm. So then they could make it difficult to get around the... Um, Pirates. Is it the Cape of... Is Cod. it Cape Good Hope? Cape of, New, Cape of Good Hope. Oh, Cape of Good Hope. Yes, yeah, so which was... It was kind of... It's a... It, it wasn't a easy sail around the bottom okay. of South America anyway. Wow. So a lot of um, money, a lot of um, uh, manpower, a lot of... Uh, uh, was put into um, finding um, this Northwest Passage over 400 years. And this is a story about probably the most famous attempt. The most famous attempt was by two ships, one called the Terror, one called the Erebus, and they took off jointly... And, sorry? So the actual boat is called the Terror. It's yeah. not the name of the series. Oh, no, the, the, the two boats. There's two boats. The That's Terror like and That's like portending failure. Yeah, yeah, media, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I did know. I, I mean, I'd like to look up this up now because I know where the Terror got his name from. But, yeah, so well, these two boats, um, British boats. So it was a British expedition. Yeah, there we go. So it was a naval ship. So it yeah. was a warship. So that's why it was called the Terror. Oh, okay. Mm. Not because they were saying we're going to have horrible <laughs> monsters and creatures and everybody on the ship's going to die. So, well, so this, I mean, this expedition actually happened and they were never seen again. Um, many, many years later, they found the, um, uh, the... No, not many years later, but a few years later, they, they, they found the, um, the boat still kind of stuck in the ice. It seems um, like it was abandoned Yeah, it was 22nd abandoned. of April. Yeah, it like was abandoned. Because the ships got stuck in the ice. Wow. And they couldn't get out. And so they had to abandon the ships. Wow. And go and find a way out. And they, they were totally isolated. There were kind of Inuit communities around. In fact, in the story, there, there is a, an Inuit lady who kind of becomes involved with the um, with this, with the um, stranded crew. Yeah, because we seem to see yeah. a, 
a few faces in the trailer. Yeah. Don't we? Yeah, so she, she's... Uh, and her part in the story is that she's kind of... She looks after this um, sort of supernatural polar bear, which is kind of a god to the Inuits and oh, looks wow. after them. Okay. But she's kind of... She looks after it. Or yeah. She protects it. So the terror kind of need her. So part of this story, is it about changing of belief systems to survive is that yeah but i mean one of the things about polar exploration is that the i mean i'm talking here from a british perspective is that uh, the britons are so pig-headed that they didn't learn from the inuits about how to um you know how to you know what to wear in in cold weather yeah because i'm noticing (laughs) from the trailer it's like they're going on this big exhibition but they're still wearing the stuff that are like is uh, shaped and fitted for yeah, yeah. Um, the the regal wear back in London rather than yeah. expedition wear across the seas. Yeah, so they're not they're not prepared for it for um for uh, this type of weather. In fact, I mean, Roald Amundsen, the the guy famous for getting to the South Pole first, he was one of the first people to use kind of actual Arctic techniques. Okay. Whereas, like, um, like bearskins uh, and stuff. Yeah. Like whereas that. Captain Captain Scott, obviously, he died. Yeah. Trying to get to the South Pole, they were using kind of just British kind of oh, the things well, that he thought. Was to be good. fair, so he uh, he got to the South Pole. He, he died trying there. to get home. Yeah, he died oh, trying okay. to get. But back. it did inspire one of the great British films, Scott of the Antarctic, from 1948, I believe, which okay. is a really good film and yeah. worth revisiting. Yeah, because yeah. I've always remembered like even the the statues of Captain Scott. He's like really wearing like very slim fitting wears and not actually like the thick you should see the film you know he made a lot of well not a lot he made key tactical errors yeah and even though it is a very british film in some ways from that from the 1940s it doesn't shy away from showing the reasons why the expedition descended into the disaster that it did yeah yeah Wow. But I'll say one more thing while we're veering slightly off the subject. Um, <laughs> Franklin, who died, tried to find the Northwest Passage. Yeah. Um, his wife paid for an expedition to find him. And wow. there was a young Frenchman called Bello who tried to find him, who also died in the attempt. Wow. And there's a memorial to Bello in Greenwich, okay. which you can see to this day. It's one of the few memorials to a French national in London. Uh, <laughs> I don't mind I mean, to me of a story. My friends, um, one of the university, two of my university friends, they went to London for the day and they texted me from um, Trafalgar Square and they wanted to know who was on top of, of Nelson's column and one of them thought it might have been Napoleon. Um, <laughs> wow. Oh, okay, I can top that. I can top that. Like stupid things that... Because, um, you know, in my other life, I show... Occasionally, I take um, school groups around to places of interest. And I think I've told you about my, my horror in Harry Potter world. But um, I was taking a group of Italian teenagers through Parliament Square... And there was the recently completed statue of Nelson Mandela. And one of them said, hey, look, it's Morgan Freeman. And they're all like taking selfies with Morgan Freeman. And I was like, that's a facepalm. What can you do? So um, John Franklin, who Dominic just mentioned, is played by Kieran Hines in, in, this, um, in The Terror. Um, his wife is played by Greta Sarchi. And, um, uh, I mean, the cast is Jared Harris, um, Richard Harris's son is um, oh, wow. Francis Crozier, Tobias Menzies, 
as James Fitz James, Paul Reddy, who's such a great actor and seems to be in everything at the moment. He's oh, plays. Else has he been in? Um, he's been in. He was in Utopia. He was in Bodyguard. He was in Motherland. Um, uh, Ian Hart is in it. Is and um, so anyway, so these two ships they become. You know, it gets cold. They're stuck in there for a winter. I think they're there for a year, maybe two years before wow. they, you know, I mean, this is a massive expedition. Did they have real and supplies? They, they, they had supplies, supplies. Yeah. yeah, but they started to run out because mm. after two years. In fact, um, uh, Jared Harris's um, character, Francis Crozier, who isn't a real person, he's kind of an alcoholic. He's got a lot of whiskey in the ship. And as it kind of, and so you kind of get this, the, um, I found it myself to kind of count down to the last of his bottles and I felt really bad for him because I knew he had two bottles of whiskey left. Did he use the decanter? <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, so they get they get stuck. Um, I, don't, I don't know about spoilers here, but um, Kieran Hines as Captain Franklin, he dies quite early, quite a, it's, it's very Spoiler horrific alert. death. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that. And so it becomes about Jared Harris and how he how he deals with, you know, he's got two ships of men now, which, um, yeah. you know, they really don't have much hope. Yeah. And so some of them want to kind of leave and go. Some of them want to stay and wait and see if the ice kind of um, lets them, like, like a new path will, will clear for them to, to get through. So with the death of um, Kieran Hines, now that you yeah. mentioned it, does it like lift uh, the lid to the chaos of Pretty much in the same way how the main character dies in Psycho. Well, yeah, I mean, it, may, it means that Jared has spoiler. Cut... <laughs> it's kind of. Um, I was I was spo- going to compare it to um, Game of Thrones, but I thought I'm yeah. not going to spoil that for anyone who hasn't seen it. So you, you have Jared Harris, who's trying to keep Jared Harris as, as Captain Crozier. He's trying to keep all the men together and keep everything. Then you have this guy called um, uh, where is he? Yes. What, what did you say? Thomas Blanky. Yes. See, I'm and helping. he's a... Uh, no, Hickey. Cornelius Hickey. Oh, okay. Cornelius so completely Hickey. different, but thanks for helping. <laughs> Cornelius Hickey's a bit of a troublemaker. Um, he likes... Um, he, he's a bisexual, I think. I mean, he, he he's the one... And how would that having, be a trouble in the Navy? Yeah, that would be in trouble in the Navy. He gets flogged <laughs> um, quite early on. He's, he's the troublemaker, but... Repeatedly, uh, apparently. As it goes on, it becomes clear that he's not who he says he is. Okay. That he's trying to, that he's got on the ship. Easy on the spoilers. Bye. Yeah, I'm trying to be easy on the spoilers, but it's hard. And, and you know, we, we know what happens to these people. We know that they all die. Yeah. Because, I mean, that, that's what happened to them. Yeah. And um, it's, and of course, we've got the supernatural element as well with yeah. this kind of uh, giant polar bear, a godlike polar bear, which is, um, it's an interest, I think. It's based on a novel, and when I was reading the reviews, when I was watching it, some people were questioning whether the um, the polar bear was actually that important, this godlike polar bear. They thought it could have been just, you know, exactly, you know, a, a dramatisation of what happened would have been just as exciting. But mm. I think it's, it's good. It brings in the kind of Inuit culture. Yeah. You, you learn a bit about kind of, you learn quite a lot about kind of their customs and the way they view the world and, and you know, how they deal with the ice and the, the, the whiteness. And it's fascinating. Um, it, it's a fantastic series. It, it's so well written. It's it's brilliantly directed, and you is know, it produced uh, well, by Ridley Scott. Yeah, produced by Ridley Scott. And so because of where it's set, it's shooted in Hungary. It, really? Wow. Yeah, and because which bits of where it's set, 
It's it's very um. Whereabouts in Hungary was it shot? Oh, Akos. I don't have an idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks for jumping in, though. Anyway, very horror drama. It's very. It's lit quite brightly, obviously, because we're in the North Pole. There is no, yeah. you know, it, it's all white and it's the sun, and so it, it's a it's a weird juxtaposition because normally with kind of a horror drama you'd expect kind of darker lighting, but this is all out. It's kind of in the bright light, mm. and so it kind of it makes it very uncomfortable to watch and very, you know, they're on show that they're, you know, there's no lurking in the dark. I think there's the two interesting things I want to say about this because um, there's one uh, feature film called uh, Thirty Days of Night where um, obviously it's like vampires who've like surfaced up and like people are kind of stuck in the town and they can't move anywhere. So they're just yeah. like sitting ducks. Yeah. And um, I'm looking at the trailer and it seems like there's a elements of John Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah, yeah. Because there's this, this, this threat from this giant polar bear. Yeah. There's a threat from the fact that they're stuck in the ice and they can't move. Yeah. They can't go backwards. They can't go forwards. Mm. They can't really go anywhere and they're just left yeah. there ready mm. to be picked off. And so it's about... I mean, uh, the, the hero is, is Jared Harris, is Francis Crozier and how he yeah. manages the situation and tries to keep... But they split off into groups. There's, yeah. And so the groups fall out. There's kind Tried of like the men led by the um, by um, Cornelius Hickey, who's the, the troublemaker guy. Because there's two boats, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, there's okay. two boats. But yeah. they abandon the boats, so it becomes, okay. they go off in two parties. Oh, OK. And... Uh, so is there leadership issues based on who's on there what boat? There is leadership issues. Um, yeah. Uh, Hickey has this band of people that kind of become loyal to him. Yeah. He, he doesn't think that um, Jared Harris's um, Captain Crozier is doing the best for them. He thinks that it'd be better if fewer of them kind of went out and tried to find um, rescue because, yeah. you know, they wouldn't have to deal with all the people that are ill because yeah. people are now sick. They've also got... Another problem with the um, expedition was that there was lead in the food. So okay. they were all getting lead poisoning as really? this is happening. All the characters I don't are think slowly you should, dying of lead poisoning. I don't think you should give away how that happened, but it'll probably be interesting okay. to see what yeah, happens. Yeah. Wait, wait. Uh, don't give away how it happened. Um, <laughs> but the, um, I wanted to address this whole idea of uh, watching a series where there's a finite timeline for the main characters because uh, I think one of the most famous series that's come out in recent years is probably Mad Men, where everybody kind of understands the timeline of what happens after advertising in the 1960s and what's going to become of these kind of super macho characters. So do you feel uh, the fascination in seeing these individuals with limited options and limited time and limited patience unraveling yeah i mean it's it's fascinating it's and um the dialogue just fantastic um my friend worked on it i should probably mention (laughs) which friend is this we can Um, give him a name my friend babs worked on the special effects Okay, cool. And, um, but, I mean, this isn't why I'm recommending it. Did Babs enjoy <laughs> working on this? Oh, thing? yeah, 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 okay. yeah, she did. And, um... Because it's got 8.1 out of 10 on IMDb. Is that good? It, um, well, it's it's in the higher percent. I was like the top 20% of potential films there. But, um, yeah, I mean, King Dom, do you sound convinced that this is a worthwhile watch? Uh, definitely, absolutely. I mean, leaving aside the fact that I would always have time for a recommendation from Cody, um, <laughs> yeah, it's a really interesting historical story, which I'm slightly aware of, and I'm kind of 
interested in because I'm interested in polar exploration anyway. Mm. And maritime history. And maritime history. So that is kind of interesting to me. And then blending that with the genre element. Yeah, I'm sold. Yeah. I mean, it's just fantastic performances from all the actors, especially Paul Reddy, Jared Harris, Tobias Menzies, um, Ian Hart, Kieran Hines. It's just, it's a fantastic show. It's coming back next year for second season, not with this cast, obviously. Cause Cause they're, they're, do a, they're, they're doing a new... Uh, uh, um, I think the second season's going to be set in the Second World War. Okay, well, thanks for the recommendation, Cody. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd recommend it more than any programme I've seen this year. So the uh, real trick about this now is about trying to find out where to watch it. Yeah, it seems yeah. to be... It's produced by AMC. MC. It had a UK air date. It could have been on BT. So, hang on. How did you see it, Cody? Um, am I allowed to say? Um, was it an illegal download? Because <laughs> if it I might, is... I might have illegally downloaded it, but I, I, worry, I, I doubt I think, it. I doubt I think it Neo Geo will save you some <laughs> um, But the thing is, AMC seemed to have produced this, and it looks like at some point it may have been available on Amazon Prime Video. Yeah. Okay, and it possibly could be again. Yes. So, okay. It was. I think it was shown on a BT channel. Oh, so BT. yeah. So if you've got a BT subscription, you yeah. could be in luck with yeah. watching this. Okay. But I mean, I, I, I really seek it out. It's a fan, it's such a fantastic show. Is this a watch it once a week, or do you think it's a binge watch over? I, I binged it, but I binge most things, okay, so okay. it's not. What well, that... films or in general? I just yeah, general. <laughs> well, general well, binge. Well, well, let's get a scale of um, what level this is on. What was the last thing that you binged before the terror to give us an idea of films what or in general? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, um, I um, I'm trying to think. Serious. What have I watched this year that I that um, I, I binged Manhunter. Manhunter was good. Okay, okay. On um on Netflix. So if you want a dark, intense... And the Unabomber. There's the Unabomber okay. um, drama, which is also on Netflix. Okay. I binged, but no, the terror is in a different league. Totally. Yeah. Really? No, yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. It's, it's Shakespearean, really. It's kind of... I mean, there's a lot of British actors, which are oh, yeah. Shakespearean. And uh, I think the last time I saw Kieran Hines in the snow was probably Game of Thrones as well. I think it's it? Tobias Mendes. He's in Game of Thrones yeah. too, isn't he? On the yeah, right yeah. there. Okay, so, I mean, I think I'm convinced. I think I'll definitely watch this over, seasonally watch it over Christmas. It feels like the type of thing to kind of watch at the end of the year. What do you think, Kingdom? Yeah, I'm going to go for it, definitely. You know, what's more Christmassy than snow and <laughs> violent deaths? <laughs> okay, so... Some of it is quite horrific, uh, yeah. especially the, the um, later episodes. So... Uh, I quite watch it. So are you saying I should eat it before my Christmas dinner? Yeah, yeah, don't, yeah. Be careful the last couple of episodes when you're yeah. going to eat. Yeah, okay. definitely. I'll try and prepare myself for that. <laughs> okay, so thanks for the review, uh, Cody. Really appreciate that. Um, I'm going to just wrap today. So thank you for listening. We've been Akosh Bolf. Hi, guys. Uh, otherwise known as White Falcon. Doesn't matter. Uh, we, we've been King Dom Goodbye Cody Cheers And Neo Geo as our comptroller And I've been your host TJ And if you would like to find out more About this series Feel free to follow the hashtags And check it out online We will try to update you uh, In our media streaming service As soon as possible